All right, guys, it is the first Monday of 2023, and you are very likely being inundated right now with new year, new you, uh, make a resolution, uh, try this 21-day challenge, this 90-day challenge. You're likely considering life-changing goals, and while all that is noble, while all that is uh, right value added, certainly, I've already made the case why resolutions fail, right? They say 90% of those who set New Year's resolutions won't even make it to February 1st, right? Much less through the end of the year. Um, so instead of talking about resolutions and instead of me just sitting here bad-mouthing uh, resolutions, instead I want to talk about the opportunities to succeed that are here and now and can be taken advantage of and why there's 52 of them and why Sunday is the most important day of the week. This show is for the few, not the many, for those looking for a tribe of fellow warriors who embody strength, honor, and respect, who believe in faith, family, and freedom, who see the threat ahead and refuse to sit idle any longer. This show is a giant middle finger to the elite, the entitled, the victim, and the woke. This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, and I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. All right, y'all. Before we get started, I just wanted to say welcome to 2023. Thank you for those of you that have been on this journey with me for the last year. Um, those of you that either through the Substack, through my podcast, um, personally, my friends, my mentors, those of you that have been with me on this journey, uh, I cannot thank you enough. Um, you guys kind of know it ended, I don't want to say poorly, um, but I certainly, as a man who preaches consistency, uh, I did not uphold my end of the bargain, and I certainly did not uh, keep uh, the podcast going on a weekly basis as I initially intended. Now, with that came a lot of lessons learned. Uh, there were other opportunities that were presenting themselves. I was transitioning from the military to uh, civilian uh, life, reintegrating with my family here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so a lot going on. Uh, a little bit of that is an excuse um, but moving forward, uh, getting back on track, getting the mindful Monday back off, uh, starting the week off right. And with that, since it is a new year, um, everybody is being, uh, kind of pushed to set resolutions, goal setting, big, audacious, uh, just unattainable goals without repeatable daily habits, without consistency, and certainly without understanding your why. Uh, so with all that said, I thought it would be appropriate, right? Today's topic, what we're going to talk about is how I uh, set my week. And, and the reason we're talking about setting a week and not setting resolutions or 30, 60, 90 day goals is because you got to start somewhere, right? If you are already at the point on your path, if you're already on your journey and you are crushing life and you're, you're, you're likely somebody I follow on LinkedIn or I listen to on, I, I'm already listening to your podcast, right? So if you're doing that, Good on you. You absolutely, you understand the three, six, nine month, 12 month, right? You're doing that big picture planning. But for the rest of us, right? When, when I always talk about if you want to help meet them where they are, right? Where we are, where I am is day to day and week to week, right? That's how I win. Be and the reason being is if you're like me, you make enough mistakes in the week that you question life all the time. You question your goals. You question how realistic they are. 
because you just make so many damn, you know, you hit so many speed bumps, you question, are you on the right path, right? What we're going to talk about today, you know, kind of I started in the intro, there's 52 weeks in a year, right? So there's 52 opportunities to start over, right? So we're going to talk about that weekly planning. And that's going to lead us into why, uh, as I stated in the beginning, Sunday is the most important day of the week. So why Sunday? And why does the week start and end on Sunday? Well, I'll tell you why. Because we are going to talk about reflection and planning prior to execution. Okay, so the first thing I would challenge you to do on a Sunday is, and, and, and again, let me just get this out of the way. If you need me to tell you to wake up earlier so you do not just wake up and run out the house, then wake up earlier, okay? But on a Sunday, even if you got plans that day, Find time in the morning to sit in silence. You have to reflect. You have to sit down. You have to capture wins and losses, right? You have to look back at last week. And I'm not saying you got to journal and kumbaya and all that shit. I'm just saying in your head, process first and foremost, what went well, right? What were some goals you accomplished? What what were some tasks completed? Um, what were some relationships that were strengthened? What were some opportunities that were created, some things that you maybe need to follow up on? What are some things that were done that maybe you can show some appreciation for, right? Did somebody go out of their way for you and maybe you could go back, right? This is like relationship building 101, but go back to your partner or your significant other and say, hey, I don't know if I told you, but last week this happened, you did this, I really appreciated that. That is how you plant seeds to get them to repeat the patterns of the things that you like, right? Instead of just in the moment, um, either you missed the opportunity or you didn't expand on the opportunity on what somebody did to have an impact on your life, right? So certainly Sunday morning, find the time, sit in silence and reflect. Start with the wins. And then, of course, what could you have done different, right? What were some mistakes that were made? Again, this is me, somebody who lives in, somebody whose primary emotion is anger, right? Where was an outburst or, or something you said that maybe you regret? Or in the case of not anger, uh, shut down silence, what was something you held back, right? What was something you didn't say to somebody? What was, some, what was a conversation you ignored, but that door needs to be closed, right? It cannot be left open. It's an open wound, if you will. And what's a conversation you could re-engage or an opportunity that was maybe missed? Uh, reflect why was it missed, okay? So pretty simple there, right? Find some time in the morning, whether it's a cup of coffee, a glass of water, whether it's it, it, whether you reflect walking, right? Go for a walk, take your dog for a walk, walk with your significant other, you know, take your kids, uh, let your kids ride their bike. I don't care what it is. Find an opportunity to either get outside or sit in silence, get in your head, identify what went well last week and identify what could have gone better, right? What you could have done better, right? That would be capturing those lessons learned, okay? And after reflection, you don't have to immediately go into it, but if you have the time and if it makes sense, right? I would say you could plan on a walk, but ideally I'd prefer the reflection stage. You don't have to journal if that's not your thing though it would help to capture some things on paper, you got to plan with some kind of, you got to have some kind of system to plan. I use a finisher's journal. You can look it up. It's pretty cool. I've also done bullet journaling and I've certainly used some apps on my phone, right? So I would highly encourage you in the planning phase of your Sunday, either on a smartphone or on some kind of journal, notebook, uh, pen and paper, to-do list, whatever, right? First, 
first thing you got to do, are there any major events, right? Are there any deadlines, work deadlines, personal, professional deadlines? Are there, are there anniversary, holiday, birthday, memorial? Is there, are there significant events you need to identify next week? Uh, and similar to deadlines, are there things leading up to that, right? And then you can kind of backwards plan. If you know, if you know Thursday is X, then you know you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to prepare for X, right? So certainly identify those major events that are going to take place next week and backwards plan, okay? And after you backwards plan for holidays, anniversaries, whatever big event is that week, right? You need to identify your non-negotiables, right? These are your can't misses. These are your need to do every day. Now, whether you consider like I do a workout as a non-negotiable, that is something, if that means I'm working out at 10 o'clock at night, I'm working out at 10 o'clock. So identify your non-negotiables, your can't misses, right? Non-negotiables, for me, that would be working out. For me, on most days, that would be interacting in some way with my kids outside of just taking them to soccer practice. But certainly, you need to identify your non-negotiables. You need to identify your can't miss, right? Appointments, uh, anything where somebody's counting on you, right? You certainly don't want to let anybody down. And you need to capture those similar um, and backwards plan critical task, things that need to be completed, right? That might be that those things might come up during your backwards planning. Um, and certainly you guys understand where we're going with this. And like I said, either list it out on a planner or your smartphone. Um, there's apps, um, whether you carry an iPad, your laptop, what, whatever technology you're, you're, you're with. I prefer pen and paper. Like I said, I use a finisher's journal. It was something that was gifted to me and I, and I kind of enjoy it. It kind of time blocks each day. You have a spot to capture what you did during the waking hours and you have a couple critical tasks and then nice to have like if you can get to these get to them and and what i'd say with your plan don't overwhelm yourself you know some people again some people be it like the the andy frisilla the jockos the joe rogue like the big name super planner super motivational speakers like those guys they have assistants and gals they have assistants they have people in they have they have a lot of processes in place that help them capture every waking hour of the day. You and I are not trying to capture every waking hour. If you can do that, good on you. I can't. I need my white space. I need my time to just sit. I need my time for flexibility because planning's hard and I'm not going to capture everything I need to do. Uh, so don't, right? That's why they're called non-negotiables. Identify one to three critical tasks that you need to do each day that, that'll lead to a deadline or lead to something that you know, per- personally or professionally that you need to get done. So you got your gym workout, you got your reading, you got your dog walk, you got your, you know, your lunch or dinner date with the spouse. Then you have one to three critical tasks each day. And then you have some room, room to breathe, right? You have some room, um, for those things that inevitably come up, but there you go. I mean, that's it, right? That's Sunday. And if you can set Sunday up with some time to reflect and some time to plan once Monday starts, now it's time to execute, right? Execute that plan. First and foremost, I will tell you, get out of bed on time. I don't, I am not the scientist. I am not the smartest guy, but the smartest people say, once you hit snooze, you failed, right? You've already failed your first critical task. Your first critical task should have been get the hell up when you said you were going to get up. And all the scientists say, you, you ain't sleeping no more past the snooze button. That's, and, and most of you I'm talking to already know this. You're more tired when you wake up. I've already, I've already talked about some morning routine, uh, habits, uh, that I've put in place that I repeat almost daily, almost 365 days a year. I have a, a very similar morning routine. If you get the Substack email, um, you'll see the link for that, uh, 
with a few non-negotiables identified each day, the hardest thing's got to be done first, right? So the hardest thing for most of us is don't hit snooze, right? Get out of bed, right? Water, hydrate, all that stuff, like I said. And then first and foremost, before you waste your energy mindlessly scrolling on your phone or checking emails or doing all this other crap, right? When it comes time to execute, get the hardest thing done first, right? And the hardest thing should not be eating or playing on your phone, right? The hardest thing should be, what if I only did one thing today would make me a winner? What if I only did one thing today? Could I go to bed and feel good about the day? That's got to be first on your list, okay? Everybody's going to be different with nutrition and food. I am generally a fan. I work out in the morning. I don't eat. I do it on an empty stomach. I do it fasted. I'm I'm a believer. I'm a fan because I know my body and it works for me. Um, I generally will water in the morning, work out. I'll have coffee maybe an hour or two after my workout. I'll have maybe a light uh, a thing of eggs, uh, maybe a little bit of leftover meat. Um, not really going to go carb heavy. Um, and then my lunch will generally be a little bit bigger meal. But again, I still, I try to keep the food light because anytime I consume a massive amount of food, I'm always going to regret the downside of that, right? I'm always going to regret the itis or whatever they call it, where you get a little tired in the afternoon. So if I keep my pre-lunch meal, if I keep it kind of light, if I keep lunch pretty light, I can generally work throughout the day with a sharp mind. And then dinner, I'll generally, I'll, I'll go a little heavy on dinner. That's generally when I'm going to get the majority of my calories. So like we talked about, guys, hey, with each day, you're going to face challenges, right? There's going to be obstacles put in your way. Don't see them as an obstacle. See them as, a, as an opportunity, right? An obstacle is an opportunity. Maybe you missed something in your plan. Maybe somebody deviated and, 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 and you're missing out on one of your non-negotiables because something came up. Well, maybe if it's a high enough priority, maybe you make it part of your morning routine, right? Maybe you wake up a little earlier and you include that non-negotiable when everyone else is sleeping. Hence why, right? What is it? The early bird gets the worm. Certainly, I will tell you, I never miss a workout because I get it done at five o'clock in the morning. And lately, my son's been joining me because he's he's really enjoying working out with me. And we go between about 5.30 to 6.30. Uh, and then I get my daughter up ready for school. I get him and then he gets ready for school. And we're able to both work out before normally anybody else is awake, before any other issues come in, before I got to worry about work. He has to worry about school, right? It's a non-negotiable for us. Our strength, our health, our fitness is a non-negotiable. So we make it happen first thing in the morning. That way, no amount of traffic, no amount of schedule change, issue, car problem, nothing else is going to get in the way of us getting to work out, right? So that's a high priority. We get it done first thing in the morning. You guys get where I'm going with this, right? It is a new year. There are a bunch of new year, new you resolution campaigns. I am not a fan of new year, new you. I am a fan of Memento Mori. And if you know me, you know, I. how do you say stoicism, right? Memento Mori. You could leave life right now. Right now, guys, let that determine what you say, do, and think. That means tomorrow's not guaranteed. That means that fight you're putting off, that conversation you're putting off, that means that goal you want, that training you need, that means the money you want to make or you need to have to be happy, none of that shit's guaranteed, all right? The freeway could be the last thing you do, right? Car accidents happen, right? Medical emergencies, medical things happen. Horrible things happen to people every day. Don't wait for the cancer diagnosis to live life, right? Don't wait for um, you to lose somebody so significant to you that you have to realize the last thing you said to them was not, I love you, okay? 
do today, do what you need to do today so you can do what you want to do tomorrow. And it starts with living your life today, right now. And at the very least, what I just talked to you about every week, right? Live week to week. Reinvent yourself every week if you need to. Challenge yourself every week. Make Sunday the most important day of your life. Reflect on the wins. Capture the lessons learned and the opportunities missed. Make a plan to change. And then come Monday, Monday to Sunday, execute, execute, execute. While you guys are at it, uh, continue to follow me on dangerousman.substack.com. It's where I send out the the, the weekly, mo- two times a week newsletter. Um, there's an opportunity there to chat if you download the app. I'm active on LinkedIn. I love to post. I love to comment. Hit me up with ideas uh, for the show on LinkedIn. And then you can always email me, phil at becomingadangerousman.com. And then if you want to support, there is a paid subscriber option on the Substack, and there and you can always leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. That'll help get the show out there. Um, hey, guys, it is Monday. It is the beginning of a week, and it is a new day with new opportunities um, and new challenges when accepted. Get out there. Get after it. Share the show. Share the message. And you guys have a good start to your week. All right. Thank you.